Welcome to Ball vs. Life, a podcast where your hosts, JC and Jack, discuss NorCal vs. SoCal perspectives, the Bay vs. LA. Thanks for tuning in. Let's roll. Ball versus Life is back from the holidays. It's been a minute. I am your host, Jack, and I got my co-host on the other mic, JC. What's up? What's up? Happy New Dude, Year, bro. I know. Happy New Year. It's 2022. <laughs> yeah, man. That The last two years feel like the longest, shortest years oh ever. You know, I know what I mean? It's just like, it's just so weird. It feels like it was a blip, but at the same time, while we were, we were in it, like, it felt like forever. It's just so weird. And I'm always reminded how long it's been since the start of all this mm-hmm. kind of what you've been saying, like time is, you know, we're in a time warp now, mm-hmm. like COVID, it's COVID-19. Mm-hmm. So it started in 2019. It's 2022 now. It's crazy. It is crazy, man. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I, I think man. whatever lives we had in 19, we'll never <laughs> go back to that. I think there's I a lot of people that are kind of yearning. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, for mm-hmm. that life how it was before and me personally i don't know if we'll ever get back to where that is i think we're just gonna have to kind of deal with this new i mean it's, yeah, it's, it's over reality yeah it's uh. just this it's just this people say it all the time new normal and mm-hmm. can it be more true man that's just how we're gonna move forward but let's 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 get into um i mean since it's been in good month probably since we recorded because yeah, the holidays bro. yeah um just got busy and i uh, actually got a little bout of getting a getting a cold so we were going to record i think a week ago but yeah yeah um, yeah i got down with a couple like you know just a sniffly sniffly nose runny nose but i'm recovered now actually just yeah. to put it out there i i am gonna get tested for covid i've been you know even though i do believe it's a cold mm-hmm. i've been quarantining i will get my test results soon and then i will see where i am <laughs> at that point but i am fully recovered though in terms yeah, yeah. of um my symptoms i'm symptom free of any sickness you that's know? that's the new normal man you just I never know. know uh you never know what what it is and you always got to have it in the back of your mind and you got to be sure man it so is, I, dude. I applaud you for being responsible that's uh you know Hoping for the best, man. I think it'll. Yeah, you know, it'll I know, but good. I'm fully healthy now, so mm-hmm. um, fingers crossed. But that's the new normal now. Like yeah. anytime you get sick, you just don't know if it's about of COVID. Given that I am um, vaccinated, I can, I can see like from even if I let's say hypothetically, okay, had COVID, my symptoms would be mild anyways. Mm-hmm. But I've heard other people who have been vaccinated with the booster when they get COVID, it is not mild. Like they get a fever and stuff like that. It's not a fun ride by any means. So it's a spectrum now. Like we're dealing with a spectrum of things for everybody. Yeah, absolutely. It's not cut and dried. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the spectrum not only applies to how you kind of, you know, experience COVID Mm -hmm. if you ever get it. Mm -hmm. Uh, But even, I mean, the spectrum is just how people kind of deal with it. You know what I mean? And there are people that are, more laissez-faire there are Mm -hmm. people that are hyper like aggressive Mm -hmm. Uh, interestingly just like you know with the holidays we're trying Mm -hmm. my best to you know our best to to be responsible but you know i still had a couple of interactions with some folks because a lot of folks are home for the holidays Mm -hmm. traveling so it's it's nice to be able to have some conversations get those perspectives man but Mm -hmm. um yeah man interesting interesting time man it's just we thought that we would have a more mm. normal Christmas compared to the 2020, mm. but I don't mm. know, man. Kind of was kind of similar. I think uh, last year was a little bit rougher for sure. Yeah, I think for there, sure. there was a little bit more of a holiday vibe, holiday cheer. This also, year, also last yeah. year we were we were we vaccinated yet? 
No, we no, weren't. No, no. So yeah. it's a world of difference in terms of having being vaccinated. Yeah. Like, like it does give you a little bit more reassurance. Like last year, we were still worried that if we get infected by COVID, it could be pretty severe. Yeah. It could be dangerous. Exactly. You know? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So that definitely really kind of quells mm-hmm. a lot of uh, the concern. With that said, this thing mm-hmm. is. Alive no, and kicking, dude. dude. This thing is like I mean, Wolverine. What, are we, what variant are we on now? <laughs> dude, we're, I don't even know. It was it's, Delta it's, for it a while? Was, like, I felt like Delta barely came and went. And now we're talking about Omicron with yeah. like all kinds of and different... Omicron variants. is vicious, man. I, I think like even with vaccinated people and the NBA is indicative of this. Mm-hmm. Like I think the NBA, they say, is like 97, 98, 99%. I mean, it's going up like the people are... The players are vaccinated, but mm-hmm. it is ravaging the NBA. Yeah, dude, it is indeed ravaging mm-hmm. the NBA. Like games are f- getting freaking postponed, man. Oh, for- isn't that a flashback, dude? <laughs> yeah, dude. For a minute there, I actually really was concerned that mm-hmm. they would reevaluate the season before mm-hmm. Adam Silver put it out there that I don't think they really were going to go back to no. that. There's too much dollars and cents that's yeah. <laughs> that's involved no. with that in logistics. But mm-hmm. I was concerned that it would actually kind of ch- change. Back things. to the bubble? Were you worried about going back to the bubble? <laughs> I don't know. LeBron was concerned about going back to the bubble. He hated that place. But <laughs> yeah, yeah I just want to watch some basketball, man. So if they play it in, you know, Mars, it don't matter to mm-hmm. me. You know what I mean? Like, uh, but you know, I, I feel like you know, with with vaccines and mm-hmm. then all the learnings that we've had these past two going on three years, apparently. Um, I think there's a little bit more of a, you know, less of a guesswork as yeah. un- uncertain as it is. You just kind of, you know, are kind of just learning how to deal with it. But that's the crazy thing of how fluid this virus is that mm-hmm. given, you know, the vaccines out and let's say the league, right, is, mm-hmm. is almost fully vaccinated mm-hmm. that with these new variants, you just don't know, man, like everything, like we're all figuring things out on the fly that basically like the NBA is the freaking government, you know, everyday life people. Mm-hmm. We're, it's every day we get something new and maybe two months from now, we don't know where we're going to be. Like, mm-hmm. that's just a reality. That's our reality now. That is definitely our reality now. And at least in my opinion, and I don't mm. want to make it like anything like political or anything like mm-hmm. that. I just feel like, you know, as long as people are just understand and acknowledge mm. that that's just how it's going to be moving forward. You mm-hmm. just got to do your very best. And I think effort yeah. and just, you know what I mean? Instead of just mm-hmm. letting go and just, you know, having it be such sort of like a binary approach, you just kind of mm-hmm. have to have like more of a tiered approach where you just kind of scale, scale back a level, you know, mm-hmm. given that the risk is kind of lower instead yeah. of just saying, yep, I'm vaccinated. I'm good to go. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Well, I think um, this new variant is kind of the lesson in that, that, it, you know, we thought with the vaccine, mm-hmm. which was a huge, was kind of like a godsend after mm-hmm. a while. It's like, oh, wow, we can get to some kind of normalcy in terms of not being cooped up at home. Mm-hmm. But look, the virus is still here. <laughs> You're vaccinated. You can get COVID. And yeah. it's not it's not without reason that people who are vaccinated can get COVID. For a while, we're like, oh, maybe maybe the chances are really slim. But no, it's actually <laughs> might be higher than we th- we think. Yeah, dude. It definitely is. And, uh, yeah, all I can say is, uh, you know, COVID, everything up to Christmas was was cool. Uh, yeah. But then after Christmas, you just hear all of these sort of like chatter after mm-hmm. after time. People were kind of catching it left mm-hmm. and right. And it just kind of was a reality check. You know what I mean? And I think like not understand or like not really game planning well. I mean, looking at it now, it makes sense because during the holidays everyone's traveling 
mm. being gonna be with family for the most part and then mm. you got winter season the flu season like mm. it's, it's like last year dude last year they were saying the winter is gonna be the worst yeah <laughs> because of flu season and people are gonna be cooped up at home or traveling to their family yeah just goes to show how people don't really learn that much because last year no, was really dude. rough, man. If people aren't really to make sacrifices, because we're talking about humanity here, man. <laughs> yeah, that, that is true, and you know that's a you know that hasn't changed actually. Mm-hmm. 2019, 2020, it's always mm-hmm. been that case. I think the microscope has just kind of kind of put a little bit more of a closer look as to the flaws mm-hmm. of humanity. But the, I'll know, tell you this. I, I speak for, I'm not I'm not judging others because mm. I've had to learn a lot of things the hard way in my life just mm. in general right when you're younger you have to make the mistakes you got to make to mm. to learn I feel like that's just how we are we're, we're built that way a lot of times but like you said given more information and being older yeah you want to be able to process these things quicker and make more I don't know, smart decisions, especially for other people around you. Exactly, dude. We have the vaccines. In addition to that, uh, testing is much more accessible mm. than what it was last year. So, you oh, know yeah, what I mean? Dude. We have the tools to yeah, do better. Yeah, we have better. the tools now. Yeah. We have the tools to do better. And mm. I think people just should do better in general. I remember but... we had an episode. I don't know, this was a while ago already. Mm. You're like, be better. That wasn't the message at the hey, end. Man. Be better. Hey, man. <laughs> you got to keep on saying that. You got to be saying you got to keep saying that. I'll tell you what, the mm. NBA is mm. doing better just because they yeah. are not shutting down the league completely because yeah. they have all the tools at their disposal. Despite yeah, the fact that, I don't know, you were telling me, I don't even know if you had the numbers for, for this. Mm-hmm. Maybe you don't, but there's, mm-hmm. there's a lot of teams getting hit with COVID, man. Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah, it's... health and safety protocol, yes. whatever we call it. I mean, mm-hmm. we, we can't make assumptions. I think you, 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 you talked about this, right? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's just... I, I guess if there's an element of risk, they're taking a really sort of uh, vigilant approach to that. And, you know, the NBA has always been sort of a for, for, uh, foreground or whatever, forerunner mm. in terms of mm. kind of dealing with this kind of stuff. So, mm. uh, what but before thought? we get in NBA, let's talk about yeah. your holiday just for a little bit, man. Oh yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, Christmas. Right. You know, let's start with Christmas first. Mm-hmm. How was your Christmas, man? Christmas was, uh, Christmas was good, man. Christmas was good. Your octave level just went up, too. That means it was... I'm trying, I'm trying to convince myself that it was good. Everything, I mean, the, you know what? The holiday season is really good. I like You love about, the holiday season, man. Yeah, dude, I love the holiday season. You know what I mean? It's just, I mean, it's part of my culture. You know, back in the Philippines, starting in September, Christmas mm. is, like, full-on bore already. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, I couldn't wait to find that, especially given how hard these past couple of yeah. years have been. But I told I told you like we had traveled, we had gone to Disneyland, mm-hmm. hey, tried to get that. We had whole... an episode. We saw each other. Exactly, bro. Yeah. So like I was really into it. Like I feel like this whole holiday season, I was doing something festive. Yeah. Through the, through the holidays, so that was good. That was good. There's to... nothing more festive than going to Disneyland during Christmas season, bro, man. They... Like it's the best, dude. Exactly, it is the best. It is. It is the best for their wallet too, but uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, but yeah, yeah, no, it's really festive. So everything was good, man. It's just uh, good to go. You know, I think the outside of like the the, the season, I feel like um, the weather has been a little bit crazy here, at least in Northern no. California, with like storms Rainy. and whatnot. No. And um, I do think that that actually kind of put a dampen a little bit to the holiday season because mm. what mm. happens. Mm. is whenever there are storms there are problems that like, you know mm-hmm. they they just and it hasn't rained like this in like the past i i feel like the past five years mm-hmm. you know what i mean so like just a couple of issues you know in the house and all of mm-hmm. that stuff so 
as uh as locked in as i was with the holiday season you know what i mean like having mm-hmm. issues with like you know water leaking and all of that mm-hmm. stuff is not really what you want to do so you know all i wanted for christmas was a peace of mind and uh, unfortunately santa <laughs> all you wanted kinda... for christmas is no leaks at, exactly in your home. <laughs> exactly exactly and uh you know santa did grant me that this year but nice <laughs> nice that's a win we'll take it man we'll take it <laughs> how was yours bro dude uh, it's last couple of years just hasn't been the same you know the mm-hmm. same festive thing like i mean tr- i try to get in the spirit and do th- something good with um christine but this year we didn't gather with family um mm. just because uh, there's there's a very variety of reasons not just covid so i don't want to get into like those specific reasons but yeah like again obviously last year that didn't happen because last year was was a different set of circumstances but mm. this year more people are vaccinated but just didn't happen so without gathering with family it's not the same you know to oh, be yeah. honest like it's just not you don't have that the same vibes you know mm. pe- the energy of the people um, your family around and mm-hmm. gathering for a large meal and people cooking that's the stuff i miss man mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. it's just me and christine and i did see i did uh i did see my my uh my immediate family mm-hmm. and which is really small so it was just my sister and mm-hmm. my my mom so that was good we got to get together and we actually dined out um mm-hmm. at that time so what's yeah. open bro what dude man? chinese restaurants bro that's true. that is true that is true that is true man when we ha- when we had that debacle on thanksgiving mm-hmm. chinese mm-hmm. restaurants was the saving grace man exactly <laughs> man that's what i'm saying dude yeah dude hey you know what when in doubt go to a chinese restaurant shout out to the chinese restaurants I coming know. up clutch during the holidays yeah, yeah but great. Yeah, it was it was chill, man. It's chill. Actually, I got a Nintendo Switch, and oh. we talked about this in a previous episode about you copying a Nintendo. Well, you had a story about trying mm-hmm. to cop a Nintendo Switch yeah, at a yeah. Target, but I copped one. Um, they're actually readily available now. <laughs> you, you're, it's it's good you pulled the trigger now, man. Just um, because I've been reading up that there's like the shortages are still there, and this is just mm. like stock that was probably oh. stuck in a barge somewhere. Oh, my timing was good then, dude. Friday. So oh. I'm just saying, man, once you kind of get, they get through this sort of this batch mm-hmm. that was supposed to be for the holidays, then it's back to dry season, man. Oh, so. man, I'm I'm, gl- I'm glad too because that OLED screen, mm-hmm. ooh, sweet, man. What you guys gaming on? Uh, um, you, you mean like what games are we yeah, playing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I recently got, um, I think it's called Super Mario World Bowser's yeah, Fury. Super Mario yeah. World Bowser's Fury. Dude, yeah, I, dude, I've, I've been playing that game like nice. the last couple of days. Love nice. it. Nice. Yeah, I'm, nice. a, I'm a big Mario guy, so. Nice. Yeah, I'm not a big console person. It's been a while since I, I game, so it's, it's nice to kind of throw it back, you know, to the old days when I was younger, <laughs> way younger. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you this, like the Switch did a good job of being like a, a versatile, uh, you know, device where you can mm. plug it in, obviously, yeah. and project. But they play it mobile, like I love it's like it, dude. Boy, and you know what I mean. And I feel like, especially if you're on the go, and like mm-hmm. you know what I mean. Sometimes you just don't want to sit down in front of like an actual screen and actually yeah. do it. You know, sometimes you, we're so used to like using our phones that yes. we can't, yeah. you know what I mean. So having that sort of actual gaming device mm-hmm. is, is kind of nice. So, dude, I love the flexibility. Like I can play in my bed. You know, mm. where I don't, I don't have a TV in my bedroom, so mm. I just pop it out and I just mm. play it before I sleep or whatever mm. versus if I need a TV, if I'm, let's say I, we bought a PS5 or like, you know, then it'd be different. I would need a TV mm-hmm. <laughs> for it. Yeah. That's dope, man. I'm glad that you were able to, yeah. to lock it up. We were talking about it. I haven't yeah. had a chance to, to bust it out. So, mm. um, uh, I actually just, uh, 
charged mine this morning, oh. and I'm I'm trying to see what I could uh, I could I I can play, man. I, I I've been I scoping. I, actually, before recording this, while trying mm. to put my son to sleep, I was looking at Switch games in terms of what would be what would be cool. Uh, obviously, the platformer games are, are, are great, but mm-hmm. I don't know what I'll I'll do. Two K might not be as good, but I do want to try two yeah. K on the Switch. But uh, I do uh, too. Yeah. Um, I heard the the one with Luca on the cover, two K twenty two, is not too bad. So. Mm. You know, something to kind of keep in mind. Um, there's a lot of a lot of good actually um, games out there, dude. But you can't go wrong with Mario, bro. Yeah, yeah. I'm 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 also starting to do the research as well. Other games, but mm-hmm. probably one game at a time. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, you could sink a lot of time on that. Dude. I know. I know. I'm trying to like you know pace myself, <laughs> pace myself, and not get get too crazy. Cool, still cool, got cool. still got other things to do, man. Yeah. Bro. How was your New Year's, man? How was your New Year's? Yours is low key, dude. I was I fell asleep before midnight. <laughs> I know, dude. Actually, I think the last message we had, like, you messaged me at like 10 p.m. Maybe a yeah. little bit earlier. You're like, "Happy New Year, bro." I was like, "Dude, it's not even New Year yet." What are you wishing me Happy New Year at freaking 10 p.m. Yeah. on New Year's Eve? Hey, man, <laughs> and then was, you you fell off the world. Dude. Yeah, dude. I, yeah, that I was I was you know I was in Dreamland at, at at that point in time. I was in Super Mario Land at that point in time, bro. It's just I don't know, man. It's, it's I mean, compared mm. to how it was, you know, back in the day when we were younger, you yeah, know, at man. least for me, pre-kids, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, there would be stuff popping, you know, it'd be a house party here, yes. you want to go out and yeah. check out fireworks here and there. Yeah. In the Bay Area, they didn't have, they canceled the fireworks show. Oh, word? Uh-huh. Yeah, dude. Um, Like, at least the one by, like, the Embarcadero. Yeah, that's, like, the famous for that, man. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Um, and, I, and I'm not really trying to go out, so, yeah. you, know, just, you know, it's crashed. I don't even know what I was watching, dude. Like, <laughs> I was watching something like HBO Max, um, yeah. or something like that. That you know, I was watching like the Matrix Resurrections documentary. Like <laughs> what? That. The documentary, not even the I movie. I don't even dude? know, dude, what I was watching, man. And then I, I just crashed. So you know, I woke up the next day like it was a regular day, but it was a new year. So it was crazy, yeah. man. What do you do, dude? Like. You know, now that we're older now, and I don't have kids, but either way, kids or not, mm-hmm. like when I see, when I'm on social media and I see like people who are younger or just people in general out mm-hmm. celebrating New Year's, I'm like, I don't want to do that anymore. Like that's just not up my wheelhouse anymore. Like I just see like it's cold outside and just outside of COVID and stuff, it just mm-hmm. doesn't appeal to me to be in a club or being in a gathering mm-hmm. on New Year's. I don't have the energy for it anymore. It's yeah. sad. I want to yeah. save it for basketball. You know, I save yeah. all the energy and play basketball instead. Yeah, yeah um, dude. We have we have limited, uh, you know, reserves pretty yeah. much. So whatever, <laughs> whatever waking time that we have, we just kind of really want to use it for. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, if let's say you know, I was in NorCal where you were here, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, like a chill night with friends. Yeah. You know, like low key. You know, just like get some bubbly. Don't get drunk or anything. Yeah, you know, yeah. get a little buzz and yeah, then. Just- do the countdown and then we'll call it a night. You know? Maybe have a switch party or something. Yeah, dude. Yeah, oh, man, we're old now, dude. We're freaking old. Yeah, dude. Hey, you know what? The the reason why you don't kind of yearn for that, you know, that party lifestyle is you've been there, done that. Yeah. You know I mean? yeah. And uh, yeah, sometimes you kind of have the itch just to be able to kind of go out and just kind of enjoy that vibe. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I mean. You know, dude, you've done it, so I'm I'm cool, I'm straight. Every time I look, I think about those days where you and I we were living together and stuff, mm-hmm. and just going out. Especially mm-hmm. we had a, I think we had like an international friend living with us at that mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. Dude, those are some wild times. I think we went clubbing like every weekend. 
yeah, stayed up late, got pretty pretty smashed. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even know how. <laughs> how did we the do budget it? Budget <laughs> was a little bit tighter back then. I know we uh, we stretched a dollar, yeah, man. I just, yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, yeah, everybody has to gotta go through that, get that out yeah. of their, their system. You know yeah. what I mean? And you know, when you're you're younger, you have a whole lot more energy to be able to hoop yeah. and do that and know, recover man. and do all of that stuff. But right now, you just kind of have to prioritize, man. It's just, no. you know, load management. That's the way I kind of think about but it. But I'll tell you this. I mean, I don't have kids, but either way, like, I got to midnight at least. You didn't make it to midnight, but I got to midnight. Nah, bro. I was not. I, was not. I, didn't, make it. I didn't make it. I didn't make it. It's all good, man. Uh, there'll be plenty. I've, I've had a lot of years uh, celebrating New Year's mm. before, so I, I know what it's all about. So I don't think I've missed that much this year. Yeah. With that said, you know, Happy New Year to people who are listening to this episode. Yes. You know, it's. I would sure hope 2022 is better than 2021 <laughs> and better than 2020 and definitely yeah. better than the beginning or like the end of 2019 bro we, we deserve that, it bro <laughs> we said that last year look at what happened bro now we got mutant strains yeah. like you know what's next it could only get worse but that's the pessimist in me I that's know. coming up man yeah we might have like aliens with like covid coming through i know man th- th- this next year but you know what fingers crossed maybe it'll be better yeah. man but you know what's been the same is we're still here talking into this mic. Yeah, we are. We <laughs> so are. thankful for that, dude. Yeah, I am thankful for that for sure, man. Because it's like it's a walk in the park, dude. I know. Even though we were rusty and kind of dusted off a little bit, we're yeah. back in the zone. It's gonna be fun to listen back to some of these episodes in the future and be like, holy shit! Like 2019, we were talking about this. 2020, we we're talking about this. 2021, so so on and so forth. It's like a little capsule. Yeah, dude. Oh. Once we're like 50 years old, we'll listen to it and we'll just mm-hmm. be like, we'll, we want to get back into that party lifestyle. We're like, dude, what were we thinking back <laughs> Yeah, then? dude. We I want to get back. We were back complaining we were old then, dude. Yeah. We're old now. <laughs> <laughs> nah, dude. I don't think it's coming back yeah. that way. But yeah, capsule. I know. But let's, let's, let's go back to the NBA, man, because this is the bread and butter, you know? Yeah. I don't want to relive the past two years. I know. Let's not live. I'll tell you that. (laughs) Because Um, if you had to relive the past two years, the Warriors wouldn't be where they are right now. (laughs) Because the Warriors definitely have not been in the top of the standings the last two years. Exactly. Exactly. So 2022 is definitely better than 2021. I'll just put it that way. It's already. When I go back to the archives, I'm going to make sure that I start on 2022. So we got good stuff to talk about. You had a good 2020. I know, man. Uh, From a sports perspective. Yeah. Yeah, Dodgers uh, won. The Lakers won. Yeah, man. But it's a a 2022 is different for the Lakers. Funny how things change, right? Funny how things change. How the tables have turned. I know, dude. But, you know, being a sports fan, nothing's ever given, man. Yeah. one successful year doesn't mean the next one will be successful. I mean, you have hopes mm-hmm. if you bring back your squad, but mm-hmm. injuries, COVID now, yeah. just don't know. So I don't take anything for granted, I'll be honest. Yeah, dude. That's why you got to enjoy it, uh, you know, when you're there. That's why I'm so, mm-hmm. like, just gutted when we don't, you know, go all the way. Just because yeah, I, and I've yeah. said this before, man, and I'm yeah. repeating it again. Nothing is guaranteed, man. So you no. gotta you gotta punch. Once it you're there, once you want to cash it in. Yeah, yeah, once you're so close. And uh, hey, man, halfway through the season, as well as the Warriors are doing, uh, there's still a whole lot of basketball left yeah. to be played, man. So you know, doesn't matter right now. Although I'm enjoying every single bit of it. Well, you want to give a little recap of how the Warriors been through all this health and safety stuff, and mm-hmm. the last time we recorded, I think 
we talked about the, it feels like a freaking ages ago but mm-hmm. you guys had like a back to back against phoenix split yeah. that yeah. and then you know there's been a lot of games since then yeah. <laughs> christmas came up and then oh uh, you're missing one big thing that happened actually steph what? curry broke the all-time oh yes dude oh my god dude that i'm telling you it's a time warp man exactly like, all this shit is happening and it everything gets lost in the fold because we're also dealing with way more things beyond steph breaking the record which was a huge deal man it could yeah. please go go on with it yeah yeah it was mm-hmm. it i mean yeah after that 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 back-to-back with phoenix like mm-hmm. the, the words went on a road trip mm-hmm. um and then you know i think the narrative uh, at mm-hmm. least here in NorCal, was just Steph chasing that, uh, that 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 record, and dude, it was kind of hectic for a little bit because mm-hmm. I feel like Steph had been gotten on a slump. I think it got to his head, dude, and he got to the the squad's head just because everybody was just sort of anticipating it, and we were pressing, dude. Yeah, like if Steph is gonna make his shots, mm-hmm. uh, and it was inevitable. It was a matter of time, you know. Knock on wood, him staying healthy. Mm-hmm. Um, but for a couple weeks there, like his percentages were really low and uh, even his shot selection was suspect. And lo and behold, funny how life works out, Mm. man, you know, on that road trip, he could have broken it in, uh, Philly. He could have broken it in Indiana, Mm. but he broke the record at Mm. Madison Square Garden, man. You know, the Mecca, as many call it. Mm. Uh, and dude, it was just such a magical moment. Uh, mm-hmm. Steph, a Warrior fan or Steph fan or not, you gotta give uh, a lot of credit to the man who put in work to actually get it, uh, get that record, man. It's one of those records that are, I don't know, man. It's just it, it's it's like that home run record with Hank Aaron. It's like that, mm-hmm. you know, Cal Ripken record. It's like, uh, and who knows how long uh, the record will be there, but it's one of those sort of magical records at least in my opinion man mm-hmm. um, and it was great it was just such a show the anticipation was so high all the stars mm-hmm. were in attendance in new york new york did you know what i mean yeah and steph delivered man he hit um i don't even know because these past three 3k that's just so surreal to talk about yeah thousand three pointers yeah. but when it's he broke crazy. it man you know, there was just a, a, a huge celebration. It was the monkey off his back, man. So, yeah. great, great moment. How was that? I, I saw a thing recently, like an article heading that. It's funny, like, Pool, I think, was being, it was on a podcast or something like that. And mm-hmm. he was like, oh, I'm cool not getting a Rolex. And I was like, what? Rolex? Apparently, Steph gave Dre and Iguodala a Rolex. I don't know who else. Oh, Clay. Um, uh, yeah. Was it, Was that? Is that true? I don't it know. is true. It is yeah. true because um, I guess uh, the people that were kind of, been there done that with him through his whole journey yeah. he kind of wanted to you know show his appreciation and i think dre yeah. is up there in terms of the oh, amount yeah. of assists that he yeah. had and Igudala obviously as well mm-hmm. for that so i guess it was just a nice gesture that's but, damn but, pretty nice gesture <laughs> <laughs> these guys don't need these things man no. you know what i mean they have I mean, it's the own. thought it's the thought that counts it, it right? is the thought that counts yeah. and i think that's uh you know i mean you don't want to give him like a g-shock g-shock yeah, though, you know, but i'm just saying you know what i mean like um and it was funny it was like when he gave that i guess kd had heard about it and oh. kd was up there in turn no kd was up there in terms of the number of assists that he had with mm-hmm. with steph he was just like Right under Igudala, may even more with Clay because Clay is not mm. really a facilitator. So KD was he tweeted like send a Roly, 
Oh, oh, oh Katie, you do see they don't need it, but they want it. Yeah, they, yeah, they, <laughs> that's what they, they want the props, but uh, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it was just a, it was such a magical sort yeah. of journey, man. And uh, I don't know, that was just part of the narrative, at least you know, through the end of the year. It's nice to see him break it. Um, he's still kind of slumping, yeah, uh, you mm-hmm. know what I mean. I haven't seen like a Steph sort of you know, like nuclear explosion uh mm-hmm. since then but mm-hmm. you know he's any, anything that he does moving forward is house money man he's just like just adding to you know the record and record it's, i it's, know it's, it's amazing to see man wonderful, i mean i don't, don't want to say that record won't ever be broken i mean it's going to be tough but given how the nba has gone and how steph has changed the game um that yeah like i, I can see it being broken way down the line yeah just because true. like the way that if it's evolving this way i mean these young cats coming through and just how the nba is like how many people are jacking up threes mm-hmm. yeah it's 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 gonna be yeah it's no, gonna that, be interesting that's actually yeah. a really really good point just because mm-hmm. when steph first started in the league they were taking what 13 yeah. pointers everybody's yeah. now shooting 43 pointers it's game. crazy dude you know what i mean, so, I mean you, you can see a player like a a, a welsh a good shooter attempting 13 threes a game man mm-hmm. some sometimes you're like damn this guy was like four for 13 or five or whatever I'm like those are threes man <laughs> they're yeah, jacking true. up threes it's Stat- crazy statistically then yeah someone's mm-hmm. bound to catch up you know yeah but, who knows? but steph but, might be playing through well into his 40s man. i know i was gonna say i mean his game you know knock on wood right it's it's as he's aged he's become more refined even more yeah yeah exactly so we'll see uh, there's nothing like steph hitting i don't know back to back or back to back to back to back threes man like it just even on road games man it's just like it's electrifying people are just like so drawn in to his shot making ability especially from the three and how much swag he has yeah it, it's like a jordan dunk you know like yeah. okay i don't yeah just the energy that it brings yeah dude. you know I, like I, people I, are just so fascinated by it that was like one of the weirdest things for me to see because um, when he broke the record, obviously it was in New York. It's, you mm-hmm. know, New York fans are rabid and they're yeah. so loyal. Mm-hmm. But to see the sort of the adulation and sort of like the, the respect that they were mm-hmm. able to give Steph and like everybody was ooing and eyeing as he was hoisting up threes. And like, I've never seen a player and maybe you have with the mm-hmm. great Kobe Bryant, late mm-hmm. great Kobe Bryant actually kind of bring these road arenas and actually Mm -hmm. you know be like the main attraction and everybody's just cheering for him it's awesome (laughs) i can't even say yeah i I think other than steph Mm -hmm. because steph is more i know steph got a lot of hate right but Mm -hmm. i think like his personality is a little bit more beloved Mm -hmm. and he's more relatable in Mm -hmm. terms of his stature so like the average fan like the casual like they see steph and he's relatable you know he's not like lebron james and obviously lebron james is loved by many fans right Mm -hmm. like he's one of the most famous players but and kobe he was hated for a long time just because of the way he carries himself he's like kind of like a mj mold like you either hate him or you really love him but steph i think he he appeals to the casual fan so yeah in that respect he's he's even more like i don't know beloved and even rooted for you know Dude, he's getting MVP chats at these rooms. I know, dude. It's, yeah. It's, it's bonkers. Mm-hmm. So, eh, you love to see it, you know, as a Warrior fan. And that, I mean, it helps that the team is winning. I think if the team wasn't winning and he was still putting up stats, people would root for him, but it wouldn't be the same. Like, there's just something different when you're winning and all that glory, you know, comes with it. You know, it's reminded of how he's a champion. Yeah. 
But when you're not winning, no one really thinks about that, to that's be honest. Yeah. That's that's a very, very good point. And I do think that a lot of it also has to do with how we've sucked the past couple of years. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. the narrative around the team is less like the you know, the super team warriors, right? Where the super team warriors had just like a locked and loaded sort of squad and everybody was expecting mm-hmm. them to win. But I mean, we're doing great this year, but yeah. we don't have K D on our squad. So mm. we're finding ways, and it just makes it much more of an endearing story. Yeah, I, I hesitate to call it an underdog story, but mm-hmm. if you really kind of think about it, outside of Steph and, and and you know, we have a lot of castoffs. You know, Andre Iguodala yeah. was supposed to be sort of done. You mm-hmm. know, Otto Porter, mm-hmm. yeah, for all his heroics, you know, was on a minimum deal. Nobody wanted him. You know, what mm-hmm. I mean? anybody could have mm-hmm. had him. You know what I mean? Like yeah. in many ways. So it's just like. You know, a lot of these sort of Jordan Poole was like statistically the worst player to mm. his back. Like, you know, mm-hmm. he's so crappy. You know what I mean? And things have changed. So the narrative is very different. And as far as I'm concerned, I kind of like that. Narrative. Yeah, I was going to say that it's in a weird way. It's a throwback. Like, obviously, these, you know, these players are well known as champions now. But you're not when Katie joined the team. I think the narrative completely changed, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and it is what it is. You guys won titles with KD, so <laughs> screw those people that think that. But now without KD on the team and Clay's not healthy mm-hmm. and you guys being the number one seed in the NBA, mm-hmm. there's just something more or people like, in, like that because it's, mm-hmm. they don't associate this team as a super team anymore. Yeah. So the hate has subsided a little bit. I'm sure there's haters out there. For sure, right? Mm. But it's not at the pinnacle of when KD joined. Mm. You know, now it's like, oh, people are like, oh, this team is grassroots. It's always been grassroots except you added KD. Exactly. <laughs> you know, those couple years. Exactly. And now people people have short memories, man. Yeah. Now they're like, oh, dude, this is a fun team to root for. It's like, yeah. okay, yeah. It, this has been the team. <laughs> exactly, exactly. I've, I was trying to remind people all of this mm-hmm. during the super team years, but I understand why people think yeah. that, so. We'll see, man. Halfway through the season, really, yeah. a really, really kind of enjoyable half a season thus far, despite mm-hmm. all of this like, COVID stuff that's been happening. Um, mm-hmm. So we'll see where it takes us. Yeah, yeah. It's t- well, we'll see what happens. I know you're 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 usually a tentative person. You wanna you wanna count your eggs before they hatch. So, yeah. I mean, number one seed, but there's a long way to go, especially with a crazy season like this. You just don't know when you're in the next health and safety protocol will pop up, especially when it's a star player. Mm-hmm. Um, unless you're LeBron James and you can come back a day <laughs> later. <laughs> I mean, hopefully, if Steph happens, something happens to Steph, like, he has that special treatment too. So, you know, these are superstars we're talking about. I don't about. want to say that. And look at you. You try to, you try to will this to, to reality, man. I, I, will, I try to make sure. I'm knocking on wood to make sure that this doesn't happen. And I didn't even want to throw that yeah. into the ether because I didn't want that <laughs> to actually be a possibility. But uh, but they we'll but but the the Lakers have been on the other side of the spectrum mm-hmm. of things. They they were they're playing better for a while, and then AD got hurt, and then it's been up and down. You know, everyone's dealing with health and safety protocols, so I don't want to put that out there. It's just the reality that the NBA is in right now. So uh, LeBron has been playing, and he's actually on a. Dude, he's on another level right now. Mm-hmm. You know, he's mm-hmm. trying to keep this team afloat, and he's pretty much a one-man show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's putting up some monster numbers. I think he passed thirty thousand points recently. But uh, yeah, something like that it was also another big accomplishment. Yeah. 
So if, there, if there's one, uh, if there's one man that could carry a team, it's LeBron James. You yeah, know what I mean? but I will say this: it is not the same anymore, though. Mm-hmm. You know, he just cannot sustain. When he was like freaking twenty eight, maybe mm-hmm. twenty nine, thirty, especially this man could do it on both ends the mm-hmm. whole game. Mm-hmm. It's not the same anymore. But he's still godly for especially for someone who's thirty seven years mm-hmm. old. Um yeah, I, I can see the the difference. Like it's not the same aggression towards the rim, but his shot making has improved. His shot has actually improved dramatically. Mm-hmm. But man, the Lakers are barely staying afloat, man. They're I think they're eighteen and eighteen right now. Mm-hmm. And they beat like a I don't know, a, a cat wasn't was in health and safety, D'Angelo Russell's health and safety and mm-hmm. They're barely squeaking by, so it's a different story, man. Different story in this in SoCal, nor you know SoCal versus NorCal right now. SoCal's yeah. suffering right now. Woo. It's rough to watch. I'll so be honest. LeBron's healthy. So what? I mean, AD. I mean, kind of. AD got hurt. Of, yeah. So AD what's what's hurt, what's, what's the what's the status? What happened again? It was an MCL strain, mm-hmm. um, and that's not good, man. Any big man, anytime you're talking about any knee. Dude, it's not good. I mean, he's expected to be back this season, so mm-hmm. it's not like doom and gloom. But, you know, you're playing with fire, man. You yeah. know, like his knee bent in a weird way. I'll be honest. When I was watching that, I was like, dude, I hope it's not a tear. Mm-hmm. So it's actually good news mm-hmm. that they're estimating minimum four to six weeks. Mm-hmm. When I saw that, I was like, oh, man, this could be freaking eight weeks or it could be a tear. And then we're talking about surgery and then it's done for the season. They told so me we'll James see. Wiseman was going to be ready at the start of the season, bro. It's like how you know a couple months I'm telling you man for big men it's different man they can't they can't handle the load dude <laughs> I'm just saying, man. Uh, yeah. uh, especially with someone with ad's injury exactly. history you really don't want to sort of uh you know rush him back mm-hmm. to the court uh, he needs every little bit that he, he he needs to a get right and b work himself back into shape to be able to you know get into the grit and, and grind of being and i'll player. tell you the state of the, the lakers right now mm-hmm LeBron James has been the center the last couple games. Don't you guys have like four big men, dude? Like, okay, first of all, DeAndre Jordan's done. Mm. (laughs) He's been done. All right. Um, That signing, I already told you long before, there's a reason why the Nets didn't want him anymore. Mm -hmm. His defensive efficiency is just horrible. And I've seen it in my own eyes. And he's done, man. (laughs) He's done. The modern NBA, he cannot fit in anymore. He's not mobile enough. Dwight, I like Dwight, Mm -hmm. but he's also when you play any small ball, it's tough, man. Mm -hmm. You know, like he's getting killed on the pick and pop, pick and roll. Like he just can't cover these guards, Mm -hmm. you know. And I like Dwight. Like I think he will be useful in the playoffs. Mm -hmm. But we're talking about a regular season game where you know this as a longtime NBA fan. You're the level of preparation for every team. It's different, Mm -hmm. different. You're just basically game plan on a fly. Like one day you're playing Phoenix, the next day you're playing Utah. You don't have time to like sit down and be like, all right, mm-hmm. we're going to do this and then adjust the next game. Mm-hmm. So I think with that said, it's like Dwight is not able to sustain. Mm-hmm. And he did get, I think he did get into health and safety protocol for a bit. So um, yeah, it's, just, it's rough right now. I'm not surprised about that. No. But yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, we're talking about Dwight here. So yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, so, so yeah, it's 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 a sad state of affairs, but LeBron actually is playing center well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, this he's, man is a all time talent. I'll tell you that yeah, for the for the modern NBA, he's perfect for the he you is know, actually, for, for the is. the stretch five. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? He could yeah. he, you know he could facilitate, he could rebound, he could do all, mm-hmm. he could defend obviously yeah. if, if he wants to. Um, 
How about uh, Russell Westbrook? Like, how's, nah. how's that experiment going? I'm kind of curious. It's not going well. I mean, he's putting up triple doubles. <laughs> you look, go go search up his game log later. Yeah. <laughs> Man's putting up stats. <laughs> but, you know, like, I don't give him as much shit as other people do, but mm. I will say his haters, there's a reason for it. I mm. mean, this man can't protect the ball. Mm-hmm. He just can't protect the ball. He's not efficient with it. And mm. coming from, you know, being a Warriors fan on your end, mm-hmm. I know Steph does have issues with turnovers, oh, but we're not talking on the level of Westbrook, though. I mean, mm-hmm. just I'll just use today as an example, right? He had five assists today, and he had 10 turnovers. Yikes. That is not good. Man. I mean, just... when you're talking about a one-to-one ratio, if you have like five assists and five turnovers, you're, you're talking about this is a bad day. Yeah. You know, if you're a point guard anyways. Yeah. He is you know, a like, point guard. <laughs> I know, exactly. That's like, what I'm saying. Like, yeah. your job as the point guard is mm-hmm. to protect the ball, mm-hmm. value the possessions. I yeah. mean, that's just the reality of it. If you have if 10 turnovers, you're looking... I mean, the other team probably has scored at least half the time you've turned the ball over. Yeah. And people punish you in the NBA for turning the ball over, you know? Yeah. I'm curious uh, to see what his plus minus is given that 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 number, man. I'm sure it's not really the most. Uh, I mean, I'm sure he can compensate by producing otherwise, but it's just yeah. like you know what I mean. It's like in many ways, it's sort of it's not an empty stat per se, but it's just mm-hmm. it's a, a misleading stat when you mm-hmm. when you mm-hmm. when you look at it. And mm-hmm. I don't know, man. I mean, I I love Russell Westbrook's intensity no. and his no. his passion for the game, but you really gotta need to. I mean, like Omicron evolved, mm-hmm. man. You know what I mean? You got to gotta have to learn and adjust to, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the squad that you're in and the needs of your team. And I don't know if Russ is there yet. No, he's not. I, I, I do think with 88 down, as much as, you know, Laker fans are giving Russ slack or like crap, mm-hmm. I mean, we need still somebody of his caliber to be playing on this team because LeBron... Like today, for example, I mean, with Westworld Westbrook ten turnovers, I'm I'm sure that's that's part of it. But he was like literally watching that game. He was like gasping at the end of the game. He was he was running dry, you know. And we're talking about LeBron James, one of the best athletes in the world, you know. So yeah, you you can't do it alone. I mean, that's just the reality. So it's it's kind of like damned if you do, damned if you don't, man. You got to root for this guy, you know. I like Russ's personality, to be honest. I I think. He's a throwback to Kobe, but he just doesn't have the skill. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, Kobe did some wild stuff, and you're like, what the hell? But he made the shot, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Kobe had the skill and the sheer will. I think Russell, yes. Russell Westbrook yeah. has that sheer will, but the skill... But he's less crazy. smart about the will. You know what I mean? Like, Kobe, he did live on the edge. I'll tell you that. You know, you're just like, sometimes you're like, dude, you didn't have to make... You don't have to shoot that difficult of a shot, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, maybe you should have dished the ball. Like, LeBron, he's the opposite, right? He dishes too much... In, in terms of how people view him, right? Mm. But Kobe, you're like, dude, <laughs> you know, you shot over like freaking three people, bro. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. It, and you're like, Westbrook, like, did you need to drive it into three people and toss the ball out of bounds, bro? Like, slow down. <laughs> yeah. That's the, that's, yeah, yeah. I mean, and I, I hate to bring it back to the Warriors, mm. uh, uh, but I am a Warrior fan. Uh, yeah. But it just goes to show, to tell you, like, how difficult it was to build a super team like oh, when yeah. kd joined the warriors you know yeah mm-hmm. step there was like a system there right and mm-hmm. all credit mm-hmm. to him uh kd was able to kind of shift his game in many ways at least for mm-hmm. a little bit until things kind of 
fell apart and he wanted the ball more to himself <laughs> uh, to be able to get those two chips with the, with the Warriors. Yeah. So, you know, and it's just bringing it back to this whole super team narrative. It's not that mm-hmm. easy. It's not like you just kind no. of plug someone in and, you know, everything's going to be all right, man. You, there is mm-hmm. a system. There is chemistry. There is, you know what I mean? Like there's fitting in. There's just a lot of things that need to happen for things to actually mm-hmm. be positive and yeah you know uh, i think that's just a reality that most people don't want to understand mm-hmm. that when you're talking about basketball at the highest level like yeah you can get a collection of talent and they could be amazing but they have to fit together mm-hmm. like i mean westbrook is a great talent he's going to be a hall he is going to be a hall of famer you know but does he fit with these players right like mm-hmm. for the laker rosters does he fit and that's obviously for management to figure out and i know for a lot of people they look at westbrook and they're like well or lebron james and they're like anybody can fit with lebron james because he's that he's watching him for the last two years mm-hmm. he's an amazing player man i can honestly i can see why people call him the goat mm-hmm. like he has everything dude he can pass he's a brilliant passer and he can shoot but even westbrook yeah, you, he has to fit in with lebron you know yeah so given you know where we are in the season trade mm. deadlines coming up and i know we we're probably going to talk about that as yeah. a closer um what kind of changes can the lakers make you think in your no, opinion i don't think they can make anything this year i'll be honest like maybe something small but even then like they're you know this once you have these have your team set it's not flexible like you can't really trade for players like maybe small moves that's why like these teams that have these championship windows and these high-priced players, let's say, like, you have Dre, you have Clay, you have Steph. Mm-hmm. Like, you're probably looking for other teams to waive certain vets. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, even a small trade, it's going to be for, a, like, very fringe role player, you know? Mm-hmm. That could help, like, legit, they, it could help, but we're not talking about anything big. Mm-hmm. And I really can't see the Lakers trading Westbrook at this point. I just don't think there's any takers out there. Mm-hmm. Well, who would trade for Westbrook? And even if they didn't want Westbrook, it would be, like, a dump. Like, who would we get back? You know, of significance. Ben Simmons? No, the, the Philly's not training Ben Simmons for Westbrook. Not for Westbrook, yeah. No, the, because Maury tried that already. Maury tried pairing Harden and Westbrook before That's true. in Houston. It didn't work out. He freaking traded Westbrook away. That's true. That is true. <laughs> so, yeah. So, I don't know. I think it's stuck like this right now and got to wait for AD to come back. And if he can come back healthy to see if this team in this structure with you know, like with the players they have, maybe get a little bit healthier. Ariza's back. None will come back. Hopefully, it can work out. But I think before before we uh, end this episode, like I think reflecting back, I think the Lakers made some decisions that they probably want want to change. I think Caruso would be better fit than T- Taylor Horn Tucker mm. in terms of the championship window. Mm. Talent wise, who knows? Who knows on the down the line who's more talented, right? But Don't for the sleep fit, on AC Fresh, man. No, no, I know, but I'm just saying, like, for the fit, mm-hmm. you know, like, I think Taylor Hortarker has a lot of talent, like, for mm-hmm. sure. But, you know, I mean, even losing KCP, you know, that that kind of hurt. He People he wasn't hated KCP. Well, no, they did, but weird. he could he could play D, you know. Not true. Like, that's what we're missing sometimes. But you know, maybe with Ariza back and uh, dude, you know, our boy Austin Reeves, you know, the second coming of Caruso. Hey, he hit a game winner in Dallas, and then he got COVID. <laughs> I don't know if he got COVID, but he won the health and safety yeah, protocol. Yeah, exactly. Safety protocol. Exactly. Uh, I, that, yeah, I mean, 
Hey, man, that's why once you have that window, you want to cash it in. And the Lakers did. I think they, I think they messed with it a little bit too much. You mm-hmm. know, like they won the championship and then they didn't resign Dwight. Dwight left and then they signed Montrez Harrell, which at the time you're like, well, you know, like he's potentially more talented. But then you realize all the shortcomings that had in on the Clippers turned out it was for the Lakers too. Like he's a small by five and he can't defend. Mm-hmm. And in the playoffs, dude, you got to be able to defend, you know, like to be on the court. So th- this is kind of like, maybe you mess with the formula too much. You know, you won and then you try to upgrade, but then maybe the upgrades weren't actually upgrades. Yeah. I mean, the Lakers traded Rondo, bro. Uh, yeah, that's what I'm yeah. saying. That's uh, I, I, They already started the, this. Yeah. Uh, it's not really a fire sale. I don't know if Rondo was playing well. or No, he, was he wasn't playing well. Like, Dude, I'm telling you, man, once some of these old vets, like once they hit the wall, it's the wall is, you know, is unforgiving, you know? Yeah. Tell me about it, man. I saw it with uh, Sean Livingston and yeah. like beloved players, but mm-hmm. you just kind of, you can just kind of tell when they're out of gas. And, yeah, you know, and I that's the right way to put it. When they're out of gas, you know, just, you're just like, dang, they don't got that gear anymore. Yeah, you, yeah. yeah you've seen them do it before. Mm-hmm. It's just, they look the same, but it just it's not. The same. Yeah, dude, they look the same, dude. You're like Rondo's ripped, but. The speed, just just the just the little things like the quick twitch, maybe mm-hmm. that they had before, is just just not quite there anymore. And that that fraction matters a lot, dude. Yeah. <laughs> nah. Especially if you're playing with players like Tht and I know. I mean, and, and all these, you know, Jonathan Kaminga. <laughs> just uh, saying, how's like, how's your boy Kaminga, dude? He's been getting run because you know Dre's been out and so on and so forth. <laughs> hey, bro, he, you know. He's 19 years old, dude. You, yeah. you have to really think about it. Like, mm-hmm. this kid is not even old enough to drink. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like, and he's getting put in, in, in situations where he can, you know, he can contribute. And he's shown flashes. I don't know if you saw that Christmas game against Phoenix. Big, mm-hmm. big win by the Warriors. Yeah, um, big. Um, and he, he made some plays late in the fourth quarter. He was guarding CP. Mm-hmm. He was guarding Devin Booker. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Very athletic, has all the tools. So mm-hmm. from a physical standpoint, he's he's there. Yeah. Uh, but from a mental standpoint, like you know, the game a few games after uh, the Phoenix win, you know, match up with Denver and oh, he got blocked. He, yeah, he was. He, yeah. he he had a shot. Uh, he had a chance to tie up the game late against mm-hmm. Denver, and then Jokic blocks him. Like, did Steph pass him the ball? Uh. Steph, I, I don't think it's Steph passed him the ball, but okay. it was passed over to him. Maybe Wiggins passed him the ball. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. And I do I think, think I think I saw Steph, and he was like, yeah. he had a reaction. He was like, maybe I should have, <laughs> you know, if you really think kept the about ball. It, Steph mm-hmm. didn't do a Kobe because whenever, especially at that t- point in time, there were three mm-hmm. people checking Steph. I've seen yeah, people, were, yeah, no. four players check Steph. <laughs> Kobe would have shot it. I'm telling you, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's really Kobe would have shot it, and Steph yeah. did it in that at that point yeah. in time. So yeah, I mean. Kaminga was not put in that position, but he, even yeah. still, right? You know, he's he could have. There was enough time left to, you know, do another pass or whatever, exactly. right? And yeah. he's nineteen, and these are you know, learning opportunities mm-hmm. for him. But I'm, mm-hmm. I'm bullish on him. I definitely am yeah. bullish on him, and we'll just see, man. Uh, I, I don't know, but it's it's been really interesting. The Warriors, mm. unlike the Lakers, are, you know, probably not gonna make any trades. I don't know who's out there anyway. But I we mean, have the, the biggest thing is clay exactly no. so that in many ways is like a trade <laughs> you know what I mean? yeah 
and you know as well as the team is doing you have to understand we are undermanned in many ways you know what I mean? mm-hmm. we haven't had mm-hmm. clay we're relying on damian lee and like yeah. some some g league players gary payton the second you know what oh I mean? yeah dude, that's a been a good story though right exactly right and i love gp2 but you know what i mean like before yeah. the season no one wanted to sign him and he's no. playing amazing for us the system is perfect mm-hmm. this is the opposite of what the lakers are doing because we're finding players that mm-hmm. are fit our system mm-hmm. um and secondarily i do think that the coaching staff and the development team is doing are, are mm. putting the, the 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 players in in, in positions where they can succeed and exactly i um, can say that with kaminga um, and mm-hmm. I can say that with GP2 and a lot of our French players. So mm-hmm. um, maybe in the next episode, we can talk about the return oh, of number man. 11, the num- the 77th best player in the NBA history. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. Um, he was not too uh, not That too will be our that. trade, man. And I'm I'm, mm-hmm. I'm so, so excited for that day just because I just, mm. I don't know, man. That bit, you know, speaking of the last two years, Clay has not played basketball since June of 2019. It's a long, long time. Same. COVID nineteen, Clay nineteen was the last time he played basketball, yeah, exactly, man. Dude. Holy crap, that's exactly, crazy. Exactly. It's been a long two years. Yeah, man. Two devastating injuries. Yeah. You know, an ACL in the finals, and then mm-hmm. an Achilles in training camp, uh, or during the draft last year. So, dude, this is, this is an amazing story, man. I, I saw something on a line, like on social, that Clay made twenty four straight threes. Yeah. Yeah, in I practice. Did, I did see that. But I mean, it's practice, but, it you know, practice. that's pretty amazing stuff. Practice, hey, I don't <laughs> I know, man. It's hard for me to make two in a row, dude. No. <laughs> if you're a shooter, that never leaves you, man. And yeah, I just, dude. I'm excited, it's automatic. Man. I'm excited yeah. for the day that uh, he's able to come back, man. I know. We we were hoping, you know, by some off chance he could come back during Christmas mm-hmm. because it would be fun to talk about. But look, you know, I, I said, man, they're going to be they're going to be conservative with it. But it's getting close though. It is f- legit getting close. <laughs> yeah, man. I can, I can, I can smell it. So it's gonna yeah. be. I'm excited to record that episode on, whether it's the day before or whatever, whatever that game is, or the day day after. We're gonna have to record about it, yeah. right? One thing's for yeah. sure, it's gonna be in a a home game. So you know, mm-hmm. maybe a week mm-hmm. from now, we'll see. Maybe, dude. Maybe. So yeah, we'll we'll have to update. You know, after uh, this episode. The return of Clay, man. This is be a beautiful sight. Hopefully, uh, it comes soon. Yes, sir, man. It's just, hey, man. If you love basketball, if you just love mm-hmm. life stories, you're gonna have to love this, 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 uh, this journey. So we'll see where it takes us. Yeah, and we'll just wrap the episode with that said, and let's hope the Lakers can keep the winning streak going. Two game winning streak, hey, baby. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. I want I want to see the Lakers match up with the Warriors again. That'll just be fun to talk about and oh, see you guys dude. trash us. So it'll, it'll be fun, man. You never know, man. You never ever know what could happen. Yeah, yeah. So we'll update this podcast the next episode with Clay's return and the hope that. AD comes back at some point and our squads can battle full health. You know, that's that's what you want to see at the end of the day. Amen. So good energy. Fingers crossed. Yeah, fingers crossed. All right. We hope this episode um, you know, brings some joy to you as the holiday season is over and 2022, let's get it going, man. <laughs> let's let's try to avoid health and safety protocols. Exactly. Stay safe. Stay safe. Be better, right? Be better. Be better. <laughs> All right, peace. peace.